episode 133 of Divided by Worlds. I'm here, Mitch is here, and we are on our last show of this spooky season. Um, I don't know if you've been watching all the stuff that you normally watch. I know, I, I decided after watching Halloween Kills, I realized I'd never actually seen any of the non- Rob Zombie movies past three, with the exception of H two O. Wow! So I decided to watch those, and yeah, I I think when I rewatch the Rob Zombie Halloween movies, I might have a new appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't hate them. I, they are what they are. They're a different interpretation. They're. Uh, it's not one I particularly would have gone with. Uh, it I, it really does feel like, I mean, I'm not a fan, not by any stretch of the imagination. Um, you know, there there's some really bad stuff kind of going on. Um, yeah. In those in those movies, and uh, poor poor Donald Pleasance, right? He just they just keep dragging his corpse out to be like, look at my hand, you know. <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah. But. Um, yeah. It does feel like, in, to some degree, they kind of saw, and I don't know what the timeline was, who cribbed from who, but, you know, like, you know, with the whole kind of, like, Friday the 13th, like, you know, new blood type of thing, like, oh, maybe there's a new Jason, like, they're like, oh, let's give that a whirl, you know, and psychic <laughs> connections and, yeah. you know, shit like that. The last one I watched was, um, five, and that mm-hmm. one, that's not great. <laughs> Tina, yeah. Tina, you know. Like. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny if you, you can look at these flow charts for for Halloween, yeah. Halloween timeline, uh, four, five, and six being its own timeline. <laughs> it's uh, you know, it was they were pretty maligned. I think four probably is the most liked out of those. Um, I can until understand that. Rob, yeah. you know, Rob Zombies came out. Then all of a sudden, four, five, and six people weren't so harsh, you know, harsh towards. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it was one of those things where, like, I had seen Halloween too. I hadn't seen it in a while, and obviously, I, I mean, I love Halloween three. So I mean, I just rewatched mm-hmm. that last year, so I didn't feel the need to watch it again. So I rewatched Halloween two, and I was like talking about it with Linda, and I was like, "There's a scene where this kid." this guy in like a Michael Myers mask, they think he's Michael Myers. He's just like kind of walking across the street and uh, he gets hit by a car, like a police cruiser crashes into him, into a van, immediately explodes in flame. Um, (laughs) And everyone, you know, he's just standing there burning to death. And Donald Pleasance kind of has this look on his face. Like he forgot to turn the oven on. Like, ugh, like, (laughs) like, (laughs) And then later on, they're like, "Oh, hey, seven, you know, talking to the coroner, and like, it seems like a seventeen-year-old." And they're like, "Eh, it happens." <laughs> <laughs> and then when they find it, like, "Have you heard? Have you heard from Timmy? He's missing. How old is he? Seventeen? Was wearing coveralls?" And the cops are like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah. But then when they, you know, they, they're trying to do the whole thing with, like, you know. Jamie being, you know, Laurie Strode's daughter, and she died in the car crash, and whatever, and you're just like, all right, whatever. So yeah, it's exactly that, right? It's like it's why 
you know, 2018 kind of did, it, it had to do what it did, which is just we're a direct sequel to the original. Yeah. And this is yet another timeline, you know, and I like the, you know, the little like, the little nod to, to the fact that there are others when it was like, wasn't that his sister? Yeah. Like, oh, that's just some bullshit. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then they just are like, let's not even pretend four or five right i mean there's and we're gonna get into halloween kills there's some nods to three in it but four five Mm -hmm. and six are just like an h even h2o right they're just like that didn't happen did not happen yeah pretty much i don't know who ll cool j is another (laughs) another restart kind of thing yeah yeah okay so well before we uh before we get into um halloween kills um, well, actually, have have you been able to watch the stuff that you normally watch? I know you had said you kind of ditched the slasher for for other stuff. Or are you? Um, yeah, still doing the Stephen King thing, and then uh, that's over now. Like I, I'm pretty pretty much done because this last week I'll dedicate to to most of the things that I typically get to this time of year. It's like I usually pick something to do for the first you know three quarters of the month, and then like Halloween week I'm pretty set. I got a pretty yeah, so much. Yeah, I'm off Friday, so I was like, I saying to Linda, like, I only have four days, so I can either keep on trucking with Halloween movies, or I can like go to some of my like kind of usual stuff. So I'm not, I'm not really yeah. sure what I'm gonna do, to be perfectly honest. Um, because I took, I took Friday off to watch Dune, which I enjoyed quite a bit. I actually enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. But um, so I'm, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do. Uh, I mean, I don't have time to watch everything because if i need to watch six resurrection wait Oof. is h2o resurrection i don't remember or is that separate no, movie? Six, six then h2o and then resurrection yeah so i'd have H2O to watch H2O and resurrection are kind of its own timeline also <laughs> yeah so i'd have to watch six h2o resurrection and then i'd be able to watch one of the rob zombie ones so mm. i don't know but anyway um Okay, so the first uh, movie we're going to talk about today is um, a uh, a movie written uh, by Miles or I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, Miles Deloac, Deloac. I don't know if that's I'm probably destroying his name. Uh, and directed by him as well, and that is uh, Demigod. Um, and that's a movie starring uh, Rachel Nichols and actually it's got a bunch of different people. Uh, actually, Miles plays uh, Arthur Fuchs, uh, so he he plays uh, one of the uh, kind of the main characters in the movie. But basically, Robin Murphy or uh, sorry, Rachel Nichols plays this woman, uh, Robin. She's married to her husband Leo, played by Johannes Miles, and she. Um, Essentially, her grandfather dies, and and uh, her father—I don't remember. No, it was her father, and yeah. um, she inherits a house in the Black Hills of Germany, uh, and they go there basically to kind of just go like, "All right, well, let's just kind of see what this thing's about." But then realize like, "Hey, maybe we we might want to, you know, are we going to sell it? Are we going to live here? Like, what are we going to do?" Um, and then while they're there, find out that there's some folks kind of hanging around that are a little too uh, connected to the old ways, <laughs> as it were. Um, so it, this this movie kind of, you know, has this, uh, you know, uh, I don't know how to, how to describe it. It's kind of all over the place. It, it kind of, it, you know, it wants to be this kind of like witch, uh, you know, um, 
Germanic, almost like a folk tale um, mm-hmm. of of like you know deals with 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 Satan and 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 her grandfather, you know, wanting uh, to make sure that that her the family adheres to to these kind of old ways and getting protection from some kind of god of the forest. But then it kind of turns into this, you know, the most dangerous game type of thing where you know mm-hmm. her and her husband and a bunch of randos are being chased through the forest by these, you know pagans and and then you know it, it, a nice little you know kind of satanic setup too so i mean it really was kind of like all over the place and i don't yeah to me like i i this is also a movie where you know this cat i don't if 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 he's been uh exposed to the show don't tell model of filmmaking he he does not agree with it <laughs> I, right. I can tell you that much because yeah. there are some long, you know, periods of exposition uh, in this movie where, you know, just random German ladies and pagan people are just kind of like explaining things. And then even when the, 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 de- the demigod shows up, he just kind of, I got to a point where I was like, can you stop talking, please? Can you just maybe kill yeah. someone like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he was he was quite verbose. <laughs> Which is funny because they spent they, they talk about him and, and hold him in such high regard, and yeah. you think he wouldn't have to say shit. He'd show up, and everybody would just fucking you know bow, you know. And he's yeah. like, he's just kind of talking it up. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, oh, you know, these people, and they were the Iron Lord, the people, and then I knew this man in France, and well, you know, and the, the men in there's a place in France where the ladies don't wear pants, but the men don't because they don't wonder where. But that's besides the point. Anyway, Luxembourg, crazy place. You'll love it. Go in the springtime. I knew a man, and you're just like, are you Satan? Are you trying to kill us with boredom? Because if so, you are doing an amazing job. Like, I would sell my soul for you to shut the fuck up right now. Like, is that an option? Is, can I make that be a thing? Like, please stop talking. I'll do whatever yeah. you want. You want me to eat a deer's eyeball? I'll eat a bowl of eyeballs. Just, we'll call it... We'll call it, you know, a chocolate eyeball crunch. I'll wolf them down. Just please stop talking. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then the character, the character that the director plays, um, you know, what uh, and uh, Arthur Fuchs. He kept saying, I had all these hunting proverbs. Ah, hunter proverb. My father has hunted for as long as I've known him. Like I, one thousand percent think that if so my sister i was born in may my sister was born in june i am a thousand percent certain that if either one of us were to be supposed to have been born around uh in the fall he would have missed our births because there would have been some mm. sort of whether it be duck season or goose season or some uh some animal that he would have had to forest animal that he would have had to murder and he's never said any he's not said a hunting proverb a day in his life like yeah. like never once has he been like oh this is hunter proverb like don't be the schnoogle plop like whatever i don't even know what they would be right like and this guy had a million of them yeah yeah you know i, I guess it all kind of like you said is is tie is trying to be this kind of folk horror kind of thing and He's supposed to be like this woodsman and shit like that. And yes. He's teaching his his daughter, you know, all the all their rules and rituals and things like that. 
and they all respect the forest and and uh, you know know of this this guy and then of course you know this being of the woods who who goes on his ceremonial hunt and you can't go against the rules and stuff like that and and it's fine you know to do that but it's like if he's if that's really how he feels and he sees his daughter I don't think you you don't run up on two cats you've never seen before and explain all of that shit to them right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. If there are people, tributes needed for this hunt that this thing's supposed to do, you don't, like, tell everybody the whole shit right away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if they believe it or not, you know, it's like... Play that a little closer to the vest, right? Like, why are we yeah, going in the woods? Oh, oh, it's also, nice. Yeah, no reason. There's no reason to go in right. the woods. There's just a lake I want you to see. Don't. don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and even then, like, if he he knows about all this shit, what the fuck are you doing out there? Like, what do you you know what's about to happen? You know what time of year it is? Exactly. Why wouldn't you be like, <laughs> you know what? We're gonna take a weekend. We're going to, you know, it's so easy in Europe to just go between countries. Right? It's not like here where you've got to be like, you know, I mean, you could just be like, hey, we're all in the EU together. Let's just go to France for the weekend. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's, yeah, let's not worry like, about getting murdered by, you know, <laughs> forest <Right>. Satan. <laughs> it's four in the afternoon. I'm out here with my nine year old. Oh, shit. The hunt starts at 405. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hunter proverb don't be in forest when Satan shows up. All right. <laughs> Right. Seems seems like an easy but one I thought to remember. It was probably, you know, it obviously had some limitations when it came to uh, to the practical. So I mean, thankfully, it was mostly practical. But like you know, the yeah. the, the god Satan god would talk when his mouth wouldn't move in the mask and shit like that. But yeah, and you know, his, his red laser sight eyes. Yes, I thought he looked pretty cool, and and you know, I liked that it had some good gore in it. It it did, but it was also like I don't know, like the 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 main hunter guy right like the the big if this was oh, a, if this was like a shit. you know like 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 it was just too easy to turn that guy right it was like yes. oh your little your little friend got murdered well oh he was your what? friend well she's my friend so maybe you should go kill satan and he's like yeah, yeah all that, right makes sense that was terrible makes you know sense. and it was funny that guy speaking of that guy this is like this big like bear sized man in this fucking, you're supposed to be so scared of him and stuff. And he's supposed to be like in this, with these like witches and these pagan people and stuff like this. And uh, he has on like this almost barbarian looking outfit with the exception of some fucking, some green tie dye, like hammer pants tucked into his boots. And I couldn't stop laughing at his pants. He's supposed to be scary, but every time he's on screen, I'm just looking at his pants and cracking the fuck up. It's like the, um, like the green day, the green Bay Packers, like, uh, you know, kind of tiger stripe NFL pants. Yeah. That, that you would see. Or whatever it was. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Boss. <Yes. laughs> he was wearing those on underneath. And Brian Bosworth as Mjolnir. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it, man. I'm, I guess that we say all the time, I ain't making movies, and I don't have the budget. I'm sure they didn't have much of a budget, so they did what they could. And I was like, I didn't hate it. I just, just there was a lot of, can you get to the fucking point? Yeah, and can't shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, I think some, and I think that's the problem, though, right? Like, I mean. Yeah. With, you know, budgets being what they are, I mean, you only have, you, you might have to talk more. 
much right. uh, because you, you can't you can't necessarily show as much um, right but um but it's 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 kind of out it's out there it's kind of streaming all the all the places that you might uh might get uh stream stuff so uh check it out um all right so our next movie uh released um last friday uh it is currently streaming on peacock it's also in theaters which i gotta tell you it's the weirdest <laughs> like when i think of peacock it's like oh yeah friends you know whatever like mm. the office whatever reruns of the today show probably i don't know who even watches peacock <laughs> halloween kills what like what I it mean, doesn't make any sense like i mean no one even actually the, i mean the friends reunion was on fucking hbo max like explain that one to me right. every episode right. of friends <laughs> is on peacock reunion hbo max Ex- like this is where we've come as a people they, is like i swear to god like all these companies have ugh. to be in each other's pockets yeah trying because at this point the whole the whole deal with cutting the cable was that streaming was cheaper and more accessible. But Jesus, not any fucking more. You have to have nineteen different yeah. five to twenty dollar a month subscriptions to watch shit. Right, and people are like it'd be great if there's like one thing that's like all your streaming services like aggregates under that. I was like, yeah, it's called cable. Like yeah, it's ca- exactly. it's called cable. It's that. like yeah, we had <laughs> that. It's like if you want to watch fucking Star Trek, you just fucking turn the channel to star trek and like there's certain shows like like i get it like it, it kind of makes sense like if there's a show that doesn't have as much of an audience where you know they're not going to show it because f- for ad rates and then they can just okay well the subscriber base will pay for it then fine but also like yeah it's just so weird the way because of what company owns what rights to what things that it all you know kind of gets whatever like carved up and now my understanding of the reason is like halloween kills is so you know it's a bloom house production and jason bloom basically said like you know we were we loved freaky we were really happy with it as a film but it came out in november during the pandemic and it's seriously he said underperformed i don't know why anyone would have any sort of benchmark in this crazy ass situation we're oh, still in oh man but but Damn if they didn't take that headline and run with it, though. Good lord. Yeah. Days there. <laughs> yeah. So they were like, "All right." So he approached the services. I don't know how it is that 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 Peacock ended up being the one, but um, you can you can go watch it. So, um, I guess for me, the thing about this movie uh, is that it feels like I think what it is, which is a movie that ended up being made because it originally was supposed to be three movies, and then they. Or sorry, two movies, and then they decided to make it three. Yeah, oh yeah, it's it's one hundred percent just uh, uh I'm not gonna say a it's a movie. it's a cash it's grab, a but it's definitely like it, you know they they really do take the kills part of Halloween Kills seriously. It's it's yeah. it's, it's it's almost like they're just like you know what, like let's just have ninety minutes of Michael Myers just murdering as many people in Haddonfield as possible. As if we needed some sort of, you know, setup for whatever the third movie ends up being. Um, And so much of it is spent kind of not on, you know, Lori and and her family. I I don't, I still don't fully understand, like, kind of why that is. Um, Yeah. You know, with, with, as, 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 
as much of you know what the original how or the 2018 halloween was you know just this giant setup her whole basically right. her being vindicated that her whole life she thought yeah this this guy's gonna come back and kill me and then he does but she's fucking ready for it for there for her to be such a non-entity in this one i don't mm-hmm. really understand it yeah i mean it's like this is kind of my my take on it was they had basically this movie has one idea and and that's kind of it right and it's it's very obviously the middle movie of a trilogy but you know it's this one is the idea uh uh not and it, it's the setup for their for 18 obviously yes is she waited he's you know she's gonna put it into it stuff like that so this one goes into or tries to drive home the impact michael has had on, on the town on haddonfield yes which right. is a really cool idea right because i, just because I mean, know that it warrants a full movie but right and or, also i i think about and i not to diminish like in, there's a, because I rewatched 2018 before watching this one, and there's a line that um, the the Grant Allison there, I think that's her name, um, mm-hmm. Allison's friend who got killed in in the first one, the the stoner guy, when he's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, Michael Myers killed five people, like big whoop. Like, I mean, the reality is that's right. that's true. <laughs> like, like Kyle Kinane, one of my favorite comedians, he does this bit about going to England and going on a um, a Jack the Ripper tour, and he, you know, he says like, you know, they get to the end and he's like, well, Jack the Ripper all killed, you know, like five women, and he's like, five women. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, there's serial killers in America that have like five people in their basement right now, and he's like, it was such an, he's like, it's such a weird thing for me to have been proud of, but and, and that's like, honestly, you kind of that's the same thing. It's like, you know, sadly, when you think of people like, you know, whatever, like Richard Ramirez or or John Wayne Gacy or or like you know yeah. fucking Jeffrey Dahmer or BTK or like or, you know whatever, like these guys were like fucking murdered thirty people. Yeah, you know, over decades, you're like five guys in one night, like uh, you know. Like, <laughs> but if you look at it through the lens of what it would have been like for that town that night, for these young kids to have been exposed, this to exactly that, that, right? You know, that, what that would it been... have done to them, and they would have kept that their entire yes. life. That would have been like that shit happening in Roanoke, man. Like, yeah, yeah, like, it, it would have fucked people up forever. Like they, they absolutely would have did. So I was reading this or reading. I was listening to a podcast about an unmade Halloween four that almost happened. And one of the things in it that I found interesting that absolutely would have been the case had it been Roanoke is that Halloween had been outlawed. Yeah. Uh, it was illegal to sell masks and pumpkins and shit like that. And like, like people like bootleggers were selling Halloween masks out the back of like liquor stores and shit. Like that is exactly how it would have been. It, it could have been, Fucking two or three people, maybe yeah. one person in Roanoke, right? But you you let the word get out that a fucking maniac in a mask killed one fucking person. Yeah. They're shutting Halloween down forever, like full a stop, thousand percent. And that's a great idea, yeah, right, yeah. And that's so that I think, like I I love this movie, and I've seen it uh, three times now. I saw it in the theater, um, and I watched it twice at home. Wow. And the more I watch it, the more I've liked it um, mm-hmm. because it. I did not expect it to do what it did in that uh, 
2018, they very much played the Michael is just a man kind of thing. You know, he, you know, because uh, yeah. 50 Cent got shot six times. Come on, man. You could get shot six times and, and survive it. And, and so, uh, yeah, th- they kind of played it as if he's, you know, just a guy who had on a mask who, you know, whatever. And then this one, it goes full on into supernatural territory. Like, Kind of the way, if you you know, we were talking about four, five, and six. Kind of Michael has become the shape at the end, at least by four. Yeah, he's full on supernatural. Like, cause he gets, there's no way he he could survive. Oh well, even two. I mean, he's like completely on fire, right? That's like true. Whole... Yeah, well, that, that and, and shot in both eyeballs. You don't get shot in the head fucking twice. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So by by then he's full into supernatural. I didn't expect the Blumhouse Halloween stuff to steer directly into that especially not as quickly as they they did in this one but he's fucking he's like the terminator by the end of this thing yeah and i guess i you know and i understand why you you like that i mean i i I do need to watch it again but i i guess for me part of why i liked 18 and i always like okay so like jason is clearly this just hulking extra extra level Right, you know, like, and and Freddie is whatever. Like, he's the same type of thing. So, so Michael Myers to me, and I, and again, like, this is having not, you know, I saw Halloween Kills and before having watched all four, five, and six. But also, if we're saying those aren't kind of real, so to speak, then it it should it doesn't mm. really matter. Like, right. I mean, he's called the shape in the credits for Halloween 2018, so they definitely are kind of alluding to that, but. The thing about him is that he's not this, you know, keeps dying and coming back type of guy. He's, you know, there is that he's just this kind of cold, impassioned, or sorry, like he he's he's just he's just on a mission. He's a straight line, and he just goes from right. here to here. And if he finds people along the way that need to get well, killed, he'll do it. But this yeah. second one, then he's he's being playful he's he's posing bodies he's the he's testing knives on this person he's killed so to me it kind of took away from that because to me what was so terrifying about him is that he is just a guy in a man he is like and and how easy he's able to to get past things and 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 he's he's not this you know hulking immortal beast he's he's he just doesn't i don't know it's almost like if you take someone and you remove all care for other human life and that person is just moving to their destination what are they going to do along the way Mm -hmm. as opposed to becoming this you know like oh i'm going to pose these bodies and i'm going to you know whatever test knives out on you know on these dead bodies he's done that in in almost all of them i mean even even the even like the original, you know, he he put on the bed sheet and, the, and Bob's glasses, and then oh yeah, you're right, you're right. You know, okay, in eighteen, he he put the body in the the kid's bedroom with the sheet over it, and he turned that one cop's head into a jack o' lantern. Like he's always yeah, done the, that's true. Yeah, you know that kind of, not not to the extent of, of posing the bodies and shit like that as he did in this one, but I mean he's had that's always kind of been a thing. But and and I hate that's the thing I hate when they try to explain it. Outside of because there's no like it's just <clears throat> by movie twelve, if if you're still trying to figure out what he is, just stop. Because right? yeah. because people are watching this to watch a man in a mask stab people to fucking it doesn't you know we don't need to know 
he's a six-year-old mind in a man's body. Like, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah, that or yeah like, that yeah that makes less sense because those six year old <laughs> right. is going to be like, hey, you know what? I saw this picture on a mantle of this gay couple posed in this way. Let me murder them and then pose them exactly the <laughs> same way. Because what is that? Is that like, hey, you know what? I feel bad that I killed them, so I'm going to pose them how they would want to be together in death. Or is that like a mocking thing? Like, ha ha, look at that. Like, here they are. Right. They're together. Like, right. <laughs> it's not a six year old. Six year old is like mm, candy cartoons. Right, exactly. You know. Like, yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, and then, and then God, you know, Jesus Christ, you, you'll see if you watch, you know, if you go on through like five and six, you'll see what happens when they attempt to, to, uh, come up with some kind of an origin for Michael and all, and how he keeps coming back and shit. It doesn't matter how that's the whole point. It doesn't matter how it doesn't matter that you can't, don't, you don't need to explain it. Like it explains in the first one, he's pure and simply evil. That's all I need. That's all right. I fucking. That's all I want, and I'll watch twelve more of them. Yeah, but just stop with the cult of Thorn bullshit, and, yeah. and stop, you know, with uh, trying to rationalize it and explain. There's no explanation. There doesn't need to be one. Right. For me, anyway. No, and I and I agree, and I think that's and I and I guess for me, like them kind of going so long into this idea in at the end of the second one where. You know, he's a force. He's a this. He's a that. Like I don't, I don't need that. I'm. I think it's clear that he's not the way they've, you know, kind of portrayed him. Is that he's he's not. It's this is not a typical thing. But then also, unfortunately, like I feel like obviously people make stupid decisions in horror movies, right? Like mm-hmm. that. That's all part of it. Most people, which admittedly, there's a lot of stupid people out there. So. I don't know. I'm probably giving people way too much credit, but what I and I'm I'm sure I'm remembering things wrong, but I feel like for the most part in the first movie because they didn't know that it was Michael Myers. Like there's a mm-hmm. difference, right? Like the decisions you make when you don't know that Jason or Michael Myers or Freddy or whatever, especially several movies in when everybody knows who these people are, the decisions you make when you don't know they're involved right, might seem stupid to you as the viewer because you know who's involved. Mm-hmm. It's this, the decisions they make after they know who the, what the fuck is up right. that I feel like the first movie made, you know, tried to make it so that people didn't make dumb horror movie decisions once they knew that it was Michael Myers that was involved. Mm-hmm. But yet in the second one, they, they kind of needed that. Like they fucking beat him down in the street and they're just like, they hit him, you know? So yeah, he gets shot a few times, but that's mm-hmm. not nothing new. Right. And then they hit him with a two by four a couple times and they're like, yeah, we're good. No, like why? Why at that point? If you're committed, <laughs> yeah. if you're committed to murdering a man in the street, why at that point are you not going to fucking cut his head off? Are you oh, not gonna? No. Yeah. Are you not gonna empty a clip until all that's on the sidewalk is paste? Like, why are you just content with three shots to the chest and a couple whacks with a two by four? Right. With everything that you've seen up until that point and everything that you know of him up until that point, especially if that mob consisted of people who were there the first time around, why are you taking that stupid pause? 
Right. Yeah, uh, outside of it just being a horror movie, uh, yeah, I understand. But the other thing, you know, to consider is that, you know, in this timeline in particular, the 78 movie happened and then 18 happened. So essentially Michael was captured, you know, and and yeah, sort of you know, <clears throat> was punished for lack of a better term for what he did in 78. Then in 18, he escaped and did it again. So they're like, oh, shit, he's out. We got to recapture him. We got to – or th- they're not even recapture him. This time we're going to fucking kill him. We'll take him down. Yeah. And then, you know, they don't necessarily know that he's what he is outside of the fact that they just know he's done this before. And the like she said, the system failed, right? Yeah. And so they're like, fuck, you know, they're like like silver bullet, man. They're going off on that private justice yeah. <laughs> crusade in this one. So <clears throat> we know – Again, at movie 12, what he is. But, you know, and it's still... <clears throat> yeah, but I don't remember. How did he get captured at the end of the first one? Because I know they showed the flashback, but I, mean, I guess they just were captured. They didn't shoot him a much. No, but Loomis shot him like six Loomis times. shot him, and then he got up. <clears throat> yeah. And then, I, <clears throat> and then they showed, you know, some more back, back stuff that we didn't know before, right, with the other sheriffs. And then they capture him out in the yard, and Loomis is about to shoot him. And then it's not Brackett, but the other guy that yeah ended up shooting his partner pulls his hand up. It's like all I could think of was that was somebody's son. So they they showed that in in this one. Yeah, but I mean, so so there was definitely like though. Well, yeah, I got, I mean, like there was definitely precedence of him having been shot and that not being right. You know enough. Um, sure. I don't know. I, I guess for me, like if you're going, I mean, I guess you could. You could make the case that like it's it's one thing to set out to do a thing. It's another thing to like in the moment go. All right, let's just really make sure it's done. Because I mean, there's a difference between killing someone and cutting their head off. I get that, but I I just I don't know. Yeah, and you're right. I mean, it, if 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 this is a if you if you think of what the mob knows compared to what the audience knows, that is two mm-hmm. different levels of of information. Um, so, but, um, yeah, but I mean, like, I, you know, it had its problems. I thought, uh, you know, like I said, it only has one idea. Um, kills are great dialogue, awful, uh, <laughs> for the most part, everybody says a catch catchphrase yeah. which, it, to the point to where it became comical. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and not just evil dies tonight, but it's like, even when Brackett shows up at the end and he's like, Hey Michael, it's Halloween. You know what that means, right? And yeah. I'm just like, please stop talking. Please. Yeah. Stop talking. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but man, I'm, I'm pumped for Halloween ends now because I think that's going to be your, your kind of what you thought maybe was going to be in this one with the, with Lori and the family and stuff. I also think not to spoil anything, but I think that ending was bullshit. I uh, hope so. I, I, I really I hope so. I really don't think that. I, well, I, when you say you don't think it happened, do you think like it just isn't what it looks like, or that it's some sort of like like? So here's the, so here's the thing. I hope it's that. I hope it's just not what it looked like. What I'm what concerned me a bit uh, with that character was that they did a lot of talking about Michael just wanting to stare out the window, but he wasn't looking out. He was looking in, uh-huh. and. Uh, that character also does a lot of staring 
at her reflection in windows and stuff. Uh-huh. And that slightly concerned me that there might be some fuckery in ends. I don't know. I, I surely not at this point. I can't imagine they would make a dumbass decision like that. But there was enough things in this one to make me kind of nervous about ends. But I'm excited. I'm excited for it. But uh, I don't know that 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 right there. I was just kind of like, huh? Yeah, I was I was kind of disappointed in that. Um, so. Yeah, I was too. So so when do we get ends? Next October. Next October. Okay. And did they film them back to back? I don't. No, apparently ends hasn't even filmed it from, oh, from okay. what I understand. So. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I, I really need to watch it again because I, I, um, like you, I remember when I was talking to Linda about it, you know, I said, you know, you know, it, to me, it, it, it is interesting to have this idea of like, what would it, what would something like that do to a small town? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. people that experience that, you know, what, how would that kind of shape their lives and, and you know um how would that affect their relationships with each other and then you know if well, it's fun, you know popped up again you know what would they do mm-hmm. right especially you know it directly affects but even you know uh anthony michael hall is tommy there during his speech when he first got up you know it was it was one of the one a really good line because obviously you know uh, he and the other survivors were there, you know, knocking a few back and stuff like that. So kind of celebrating the, you know, whatever, not celebrating, but you know, in honor of, or whatever, like, Hey, we made it. Let's go have a beer. We're going to do this every year. They're kind of traditional thing. Right. But he gets up and he's, he starts his little speech and he was like, uh, I'm going to talk about what happened here, you know, however many years ago. And everybody's just kind of staring at him. He's like, what you either, something about you're too young to remember or too drunk to admit you or something like that. Yeah. To everybody that was just looking at him. I thought that was really good because obviously for him, like his life forever changed that night and, and, and the people he was there with, but like the rest of the bar was just kind of like, nah, you know, they're just there playing pool and doing their open mic thing. And Right. Right. I uh, did think and, some of the kills were pretty funny. And then there was a nod to, oh, yeah. to Halloween three. Um, Yes. With uh, the masks and which I loved, I thought that was great. Um, yeah, but um, but yeah, I mean, there definitely was like you know, kind of trying to thread that needle. I feel like the first one did a better job of kind of like having some humor and some modernization to it, and this one felt way more like they were trying to hang a catchphrase um, mm-hmm. on the whole thing. Um, you know, which, which is fine, but you know. It can't be every character is trying to make a T-shirt, right? Like yes, it's exactly. got to be, um, <laughs> you know. And then there was such a, you know, I, I don't know if like you as a viewer were supposed to. I mean, everybody like you had to have known that it was the the one escaped mental patient in the hospital. Like, no, I don't. Oh. I don't think. I I hope like you weren't supposed to think that. Yeah. You know, um, that would that was him. Um, but but that was the guy who was like obsessed with tying shoes. So like I'd like to know what his right. deal was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy jumped off a building. So anyway, that's you know, it, man. 
I'm telling you, I know that they've only ever seen Michael with a mask on, but you could line up 19 dudes yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. who look like that guy and one dude who doesn't. And that's I'm fingering the one guy who doesn't every time is Michael. There's no way I would have thought that dude yeah. was Michael. Yeah, he looked like the guy in <laughs> fucking Princess Bride who's like, never fight a land war in Asia. You know? <laughs> like, come on, man. He's like, inconceivable. <laughs> that's word. Do not think it means what you think it means. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know they're supposed to be worked up into a frenzy and be this mob and stuff, but still, I'm like, yeah, it's like four feet yeah. tall. It'd be like, it'd be like if you were like, what does Michael Myers look like? Okay, well, it looks like The Rock. It's like, well, this guy's Danny DeVito. Eh. <laughs> yeah. It could be the well, same. You've never seen him without a mask. <laughs> I don't think he was three feet tall. <laughs> I was going to say, unless the mask physically transforms his entire body, this ain't him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, last but certainly, certainly uh, not least, um, this is um, a Netflix exclusive uh, series uh, by our boy Mike Flanagan, um, and that is Midnight Mass. Um, so you know, Mike Flanagan's been trying to make Midnight Mask basically forever. Um, mm-hmm. There's actually like scenes or like pictures, you know, on the set of Hush where, you know, um, Kate Siegel is holding like a, like a book that says Midnight Mass. Like she's got like the script book, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that, that was back in, uh, shit, when the fuck was that? Um, oh, shit, I don't... 2016, I think. Um, so I mean he's been he's been you know looking to make this movie or sorry this series for a while and then you know as you know definitely as his stock has grown with you know Haunting of Hill House you know Doctor Sleep Gerald's Game Haunting of Bly Manor you know finally kind of getting the opportunity to make the the series that he wants to make um, and you know I. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Even even once I kind of like figured mm-hmm. out like, you know, kind of what the deal was. Um, yeah, yeah, that you know, that's one thing I didn't want to mention. Like, because I went into it completely blind. I had, so me I, too. I, I knew nothing about it. I yeah, I knew I knew nothing. I knew who was in it. I knew a couple of people yep. that were in it, and uh, that was it. Me I didn't too. know what the premise was. I didn't know what the. I guess for lack of a better term, creature, what like monster, like whatever the show was the about. The supernatural it, aspect, yeah. Yes, I had no idea. And fucking Netflix gave you about a week and a half to oh, figure really? it out before it became the focal point of every ad. I fucking I was so glad I watched it when I did because you know I'm so slow on shows most of the time. But yeah, you know, I, I I got lucky because I didn't you know I did not you know, no, I didn't know anything about it. And I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I binged it, but not like, I mean, it still was a minute in between episodes for me. I'd say all in all, it took over a week. So I, I, I really had no idea what it was, yeah, but it, it took me about a, maybe eight days a week. I don't know. It was fast for me. Hmm. Yeah. But, but also like, I mean, I, I don't know how much we, we kind of want to spoil because if it's already been yeah. spoiled and, but, um, you know, there, th- this this show is about a small island uh, community, um, 
off of uh i don't know it's somewhere in the northeast i don't know if it's like new england or you know new york or where it is but basically you know um there's a there's a kind of like a bunch of you know competing stories um zach guilford who is absolutely fantastic um in in this show you know he had been on friday night lights he plays riley flynn who's a, a young man who um uh, had been involved in a, in a DUI, killed a young girl. Um, he's kind of living with the guilt of that and um, comes back home as part of his release. At the same time that he comes home, um, a new uh, pastor uh, played by uh, Hamish Linklater, who was ab- just absolutely fan. I mean, oh. the, 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 the performances in this show are... Like, there were so many performances of just people, like, talking. And this is, like, a horror show. And it's just people, yeah. like, talking to each other. And I was just, like, enthralled, like, the whole Same. time. You know, not yep. and, and not just with, with the, the acting, but the, the way that Mike Flanagan chose to shoot certain scenes and his use of space and where the actors were positioned in the shot as it would go back and forth. Um, but anyway... So Hamish Linklater plays Father Paul. He's like a, you know, he kind of shows up because the, the Monsignor uh, of the church on the island, you know, uh, has has gotten ill on the mainland. So he's just kind of filling in for him. But then, you know, we come to find out that, you know, Father Paul may know a little bit more than he's letting on about what's going on uh, with the Monsignor. Um, there's There's folks in the town that that start there's a there's a young a young girl who had been paralyzed in a hunting accident the the town drunk uh basically kind of shot her as he was out you know quote unquote hunting one one day uh so she 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 regains the ability to walk uh riley's parents um you know his his dad's a, a a fisherman so he's got back issues his back issues uh get resolved his mom you know she she's you know her eyesight clears up, so there's there's all this kind of weird stuff going on at the same time. You know, Father Paul's come back, and but it it's not just about what's going on with that. It's also about guilt and and religion and mm-hmm. you know you know Riley's dealing with the fact that he he killed a woman and 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 kind of dealing with all of that. And how do you reconcile you know something as monstrous as you know, a young woman dying simply because he 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 didn't stop drinking. You know, how do you reconcile yeah. that with you know whatever plan you know God might have? How do you reconcile this this you know young girl getting paralyzed through no fault of her own? Um, you know, all that stuff. And then and then there's like some serious. You, you had texted me about you know there being some serious like Stephen King action going on mm-hmm. in this, and it's like and there is, and I think there's a reason why. Mike Flanagan has been so successful with adapting Stephen King material is, you know, and I don't know if it's just that his kind of writing style is inspired by or, or what it is, is, you know, they, they have similar mindsets, but like so much of the, the, the stuff in this about faith, like if you read the mist or watch the mist goes right back to kind oh, of, yeah. you know, some of the feelings that the, the women, uh, I forget the woman's name. Um, in uh, in the grocery store, like this idea, Mrs. Harmony, Mrs. Harmony, yeah, like uh, the 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 you know this idea of some sort of like religious reckoning and 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 all that, like you know. So there's de- some definite parallels there, but then also like it feels almost you know kind of like Silver Bullet, right? Like this this mm-hmm. tight knit community, uh, you know, having some like supernatural you know hanky panky going on and 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 you know 
who's believed and who isn't and um and then the religious aspect of that as well and um so i mean it it doesn't surprise me that that you know his that this this thing had so many kind of stephen king influences given how good he's been at adapting king's material um and i think that's part of the reason why i enjoyed it so much because i mean i I grew up like Stephen King is, I mean, I still read him to this day. I know you're plowing through, you know, the dark tower and stuff. Um, and, mm-hmm. and you've enjoyed, you know, and you said you've been watching all of his, you know, the, the adaptations and stuff for Halloween. But I mean, that's kind of like right. the horror that I grew up with, um, you know, where I, I really became a fan of horror was reading, reading Stephen King books and being scared shitless, uh, <laughs> and not being able to go to bed, not being able to go to sleep, but also, having to fake it the next morning that I wasn't fucking exhausted because if I told my mom that I didn't get to sleep because I thought the vampire from Salem's Lot was at the foot of my bed or I heard scratching at the window and I thought it was the werewolf from, you know, Silver Bullet or, you know, I fucking was reading it until one in the morning and then couldn't sleep for three hours because, you know, I I, I read about a kid getting his fucking eyeballs popped by mosquitoes that came out of a fucking refrigerator. There's no way she would have let me keep reading that shit, right? So, like, when you're, like, fucking 13, 14, 15 and you're, like, just completely exhausted but you have to fake it because you're like, shit, if my mom finds out what I was reading... Because my mom was, uh, I'm just glad he's reading, right? Like, right. if if she had known that how much that shit fucked me up, that wouldn't have continued. And there's no way. Like, I was hooked at that point. I was riding the yeah. dragon. Like, there's no way right. I was going to let that shit go. So, you know, as much as I love Haunting Hill House, which I, I love because it's fucking terrifying at times and heartbreaking, as much as yeah. I enjoyed, you know, Bly Manor, like, this shit was my jam because it was yeah. just like, just the straight Stephen King right to the veins. Um, it was, yeah, yeah. I, you know, it, it's. I hate to, I hate to like complain about because it's a bit of a slow burn. Uh, yes. which I love. I yes. love that. But but it's only is, seven. Like, it's only seven episodes, so it's perfect because right. You know, it's balanced. They 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 resisted the urge to make this you know, some 13 episode thing with a shit ton mm-hmm. of padding. Like it is a slow burn, but it doles out answers at a pace that makes it so that, yeah, this episode might've been a slow burn, but come the end of it, you oh, fucking want to watch the next one because you want to <laughs> see what the fuck happens. Yes. Right. But, uh, it's so good. Like, like you said, just characters having conversations. It's so good. Like, I could have watched 13 episodes of it if it had just been the people continuing to have their conversations. Like, give me more of the, the AA meetings, you know? Yes. Yeah. It was so good. And then, uh, once this shit hit the van, I was just like, well, it's over. (laughs) And I agree, but I think that I've, I've watched too many Netflix series where they really have just kind of dragged things out more than it needed Mm -hmm. to be because they had in their mind that, Oh, well, you know, our show's seasons are 13 episodes. Um, And I was glad what it felt like to me is that they just let him make the show that he wanted to make. He, he knew, you know, the story he wanted to tell the way he wanted to tell it. And they, they let him do that. And I'm glad that that, and maybe that's not the case. Maybe he wanted it to be longer. It felt to me like it was the right length. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. You know, especially, like I said, given stuff that I've watched where I'm just like, you know, 
there's just like a bunch of padding. Can we just kind of get to, you know, the, the, the good stuff, so to speak. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I just, I thought it was fucking great. Like, and it, but also like there was equal parts kind of heartbreak. Like I, I, and it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil things, but mm. the, you know, Zach Guilford, his performance as this guy just tortured by what he did and trying to reconcile how do I live a life knowing that this is what I did. Like, even if I've done time and even if I, I get this chip, you know, what does that mean? Like, does it, does mm-hmm. it still absolve me of, of what's, what's happened? Um, and then for his, his story to end the way that it did. Oh my God. Like, oh, yeah. It's just and then like the end of that episode into the beginning of the next. Like holy shit! Like there's just, I mean that that's the thing to me that I just I I wanted more of him because he's just so good. Like yeah. Um. But then you know, and then and then I you know, um, like Rahul Kohli, he was amazing. Sheriff Hassan, like yeah, I wanted more of him. I, I knew he, he was, was in it. So good. He was. He was. He was fantastic. This is probably my favorite performance of him that I've seen. Yeah. Um, I just I wanted more this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and that's the thing. It's like it's it's a tough thing to balance because, you know, you, you you definitely, you know, you want you want to be like leave him wanting more, right? Like that's that's yes. If if if, if if when you're done, you're just like, yeah, that was fine. I'm good. I'm glad it. I'm glad it ended when it did. Then you could argue. On the one hand, you could argue, yeah, that was right. They told the story the way they wanted to. But on the other hand, you're like, but if I really wanted more, and not because I felt like things weren't answered, but just because I, I just so enjoyed the performances and the, mm-hmm. and 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 the story that he told. Right. I, I don't know. I kind of feel like, to me, of these days, having seen so many things, you know, outlive their welcome simply because networks wanted to make money. Mm-hmm. I think I'd rather take this. Oh yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. I just, I just, you know, I just. Number one, like for some of the things going on, you, you'd expect the, the one lone, uh, you know, law enforcement person to be a bit more involved. But still, it's yeah, just, he his his. It's like you said. It's just his performance was so spot on and so and so good. Um, but there were you know there were some, some bits. You know the story with his his kid and stuff like that, which I thought was great. Um, I don't know. I didn't. It didn't get a lot of time. I felt yeah. like. Yeah. But, I mean, like you said, this is his story and this is what he wanted to tell. I mean, it was, it was pretty fucking close to perfect. Yeah, I mean, I think you could argue that if what you're trying, like the, so you've got this balance, right? You've got this. You're trying to portray this this tight-knit community, but it's not as tight-knit as you would think because there's already kind of divisions because, mm-hmm. you know, you've got a, a a religious community. Like, they, they kind of imply, you know, halfway through the show, once the kind of miracles, quote-unquote, start happening, that, um, more you know, so so... So there's an island which is already a small community, but we're only seeing a very small subset of those people. And then it's like right. the miracles kind of start happening. You know, Bev, who is like the, you know, she works at the church and she'd be the Mrs. 
Carmody, I guess, of of, of this. Right. Um, you know, she kind of remarks kind of snarkily like, oh, I, you know, we normally don't see these many people. And to her, right. she's not happy that word is getting out and it's bringing more people. She feels like the people that are just showing up now, she's dismissive of them because they only started showing up once the miracles occurred which last i checked that's kind of a point of miracles right it's to bring the people who didn't believe before it's to show them the power of this religion so that they now go oh my god holy shit right like i was wrong Mm -hmm. now i want to be a part of this but she looks at it like if you weren't faithful from jump like you're second class. So you've right. got those kind of divisions. Then you also have the divisions of this town that now has a Muslim sheriff and those. So like, you know, you could argue if they had more episodes, they could have built out those divisions more. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I don't think you'd necessarily be wrong. And then it would give more of an opportunity for those performances, but also, you know, at the same time, the impact of it moving the way that it did, like, I feel like he did a good job of setting up what those divisions are just by the way that mm-hmm. the characters interacted and those lines like that to where you still kind of got that impact. But I think trying to balance, and who knows, maybe they didn't want to give him 13 episodes. I, I don't I don't know what, you know, I don't know if this was what he wanted or what they wanted. It just right. worked. So You have to think at this point... He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, if he hope, said I want 13 I episodes, the they would have been like, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that's the thing. It's like, yeah, you'd want... And then, you know, they... they so, you know, Annabeth Gish is, is the, the, the town doctor, and then Alex Esso, who's, you know, did an amazing job as playing her mom, and then kind of like... Mm-hmm going back in age and then kind of the secrets that get brought out as a result, especially once we find out, you know, what the deal is with, with father Paul. And I mean, there's, there was a lot to, to tell. And he, I think he, he did a great job with the episodes that he had. Like it just, I don't know. I, I, I don't think, I don't, I don't know. I, I, if I would have wanted more to be perfectly honest, um, but maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's like it's I, a weird thing for me to have watched seven episodes of a show and been left wanting more. Like, I guess that's kind of where I'm coming from. And I think it. I think me too because I mean, and I think because I I do watch a fair number of Netflix series where I'm kind of in the middle left just like feeling like ugh, okay i kind of gotta just (laughs) i gotta just kind of push through these these middle episodes where you know they're just kind of like whatever set dressing and and Mm -hmm. table setting for what happens at the end i was kind of shocked just for every episode to have meaning Mm-hmm. And set up the next one, which then had more meaning and set up the next, you know what I mean? Like, I was kind of surprised, um, you know, that because there's so many ones that I watch where it's like the 13, yep, and then, but it's 13 <laughs> that could very easily have been chopped down to 10. Um, yeah, I'm actually looking at this now, like a lot of his stuff is that way. It's like Hill House is 10, yeah. Fly Man is 9, yeah. And I think, honestly, I, I, tell a story, right? <laughs> I like Bly Manor, but I, I do feel like it could have, 
Ben tightened up a little. Mm. Um, I think Bly Manor to me is very much, you know, it's this, it's la- it's very much this kind of atmospheric, you know, kind of moody, gothic, whatever ghost story. So it's, you know, mm. it, it's it's all in the the de- and then we're learning about the relationships and who's dead and who's not and who's a ghost and all that shit. But I still feel like that could have been tightened up some. I mean, Hill House, I thought was I I need to rewatch Hill House, but um, I think because the, the the cast being the way that it was and like having the the time span of that where it's not ju- it's yeah. like here's what happened at the house, but then also here's what's happened as adults. Like there's a lot of time passes in yes. that story yes. to 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 need more space. Whereas you know, you know this. I don't know how much time takes place between when Father Paul shows up and when it ends. I don't feel like mm-hmm. it's very long. I feel like it's only a no. few, it's only a few weeks, if that. Yeah. Um, right. So it, it kind of makes sense, but, um, but yeah, I mean, just a standout job and it's like, you know, it just really, to me, it's like, you know, you give someone the opportunity to tell a story they've been working on. It, uh, sometimes it doesn't work out, right? Sometimes it's shit. How long did George Lucas have the prequels fucking rolling around <laughs> right. and, you know, his brain, uh, until he finally got the chance to make them. And then you're just like, ah, that was a mistake. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, but then in this case, you know, if this, you know, if he's kind of had had these ideas, and um, you know, and and uh, and then you give him the opportunity to tell the story, it it you know, it, it ends up being pretty fucking good, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, and I don't I don't really know um, much about you know Mike Flanagan as a as a dude, um, you know, but based on his name, you know. What are the odds a guy named Flanagan from Massachusetts having uh, weird ideas about Catholicism? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a little guilt about the Catholic Church? What a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, um, yeah. So it'll be kind of interesting to see kind of what what he does, you know, from from here. Um, you know, he's got Fall of the House of the uh, of Usher coming. He's got that Poe. Uh, stuff going on uh midnight club or whatever the hell that is i don't i've read about it but um oh yeah 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 um i've i know a little i've i've, I've read a little bit about the yeah so but but i mean you know he's been ever you know honestly since i mean i enjoyed hush but it really was for me it really was like the stephen king stuff i mean i i thought you know yeah, uh, Hill House was great, but it was like when Gerald's Game, and I was like, oh, you know, Gerald's yes. Game to me is very much. It's almost almost like a play, right? It's just a very you know kind of closed room thing, and he mm. managed to make it still pretty fucking terrifying. And then with one of the very impactful gore that scene with the the cuffs in her hand, that was fucking awful. Yes. Uh, yep. But it was Doctor <laughs> Sleep, you know. Yeah. When you consider right. here, he's the needle he had to thread. All right, I'm going to take a book, which is a sequel to a book that was made into a movie, and the guy who wrote the book fucking hates the movie. But if you ask anybody what they know about The Shining, it's Here's Johnny and Jack Nicholson. So I have to make – I have to film an adaptation of a book that's a sequel to a book that doesn't want anything to do with the most popular way in which people know about it. And I have to work that into it, even though 
the Overlook is not part of the book because it got fucking burned to the ground. How the fuck do I do that? Oh, and by the way, they're psychic vampires. What? <laughs> and he fucking nailed it. Like, he yeah, nailed yeah. it. Like, you know, once I saw that, I was like, holy shit, this cat, I mean, he's just, he's got a grasp of this, you know. He yep. he, he just, he has the Stephen King shit dialed in. Um, so, you know, I mean, he's he's kind of, for me, he's just like whatever he decides to do. If he wants to make a romance or a whatever animated series or i don't give a shit you know if if he puts something on film i'm gonna make sure that i watch it oh yeah i'm in 100 percent. whatever anything he does i'm in yeah so um and then uh real quick so i've been playing far cry 6 and it's it it needed more time in the oven i can tell you that much i don't know what it is with ubisoft games and not really understanding what the concept of quick resume is but to them it's just like kill your game and then you start over from the menu screen and that's not really what quick resume is supposed to be but that's what Valhalla did too they you'd start the screen it would say quick resume and then it would just be like ah there's an error all right <laughs> but i mean it's just i don't know it's there's so much just kind of wonky shit that happens and then the enemy respawn rate needs to be fixed because you'll be like stealthily taking out a base and then you make your way around and by the time you make your way around more enemies have just spawned inside the base. Oh. Yeah, and you're that's like what not good. <laughs> no, and I think the idea they said like they always kind of wanted you to have enemies to kill because like you have this like backpack weapon and it respawn it like char- charges back up very slowly but if you kill soldiers it'll charge back up faster, which is fine but like if I'm in the middle of taking a base, like, and stealth is supposed to be an option, then don't just have these fucking dudes warp in at the beginning. Because the problem is, you know what doesn't happen? The bodies don't go away. So they just magically appear and then go crazy because they see a fucking base full of dead bodies, and then you're like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, that's bad. (laughs) And then I've had shit where, like, you know, I'm flying in a helicopter, and it gets shot, and I jump out, and then the the helicopter flaming wreckage lands on me in midair and kills me. I've had times when like I'm in the middle of clearing out a base and I get killed and I get, I respawn in the base, but yet everybody's Mm -hmm. gone and you're like, well, I'll take it, but that seems wrong. Like it's just, it's very, very wonky. I don't, you know, it's, it's fine. It, I mean, it's fine. Honestly, I, I don't really have much more, you know, like I want to play Guardians of the Galaxy when it comes out. I'm in no hurry, but like I'm not playing Battlefield. I'm the, I'm not playing when Halo comes out. I'll play when I get around to it. But like this is pretty much it for me for the rest of the fall. So, mm-hmm. but um, and I think in 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 multi co-op it'd probably be fun. But I don't know if I would trust it to actually like. That's yeah. That's about the only thing I can say about five that I enjoyed was fucking around with Chris. Yeah. In the co-op. Yeah. And then and then I'm playing Metroid Dread, which I love. Except these EMMI Emmy sections, whatever. I, f- I I can't fucking stand them. And I know it's because I'm not a survival horror person. But hmm. this one hit kill bullshit, where you're you just have to like hope that you can make your way from one through this section without getting murdered. Like I just I don't like I can't stand it. I don't like it. To me, it just and I understand why they they're doing it. You're, you know, the idea is that you've got these sections you have to make your way through, kind of survive your way through, and then ultimately you'll get 
a charge for your arm cannon that will allow you to defeat the the enemy in that section and then once that happens oh. in that biome you've got basically free reign i mean yeah like enemies will just keep respawning but at least you can mm -hmm. kind of navigate without having to worry about getting you know murdered um mm -hmm. but and i just like i said i mean i'm just not i'm just not a fan um, <laughs> um so i'm kind of making my way through and it looks gorgeous but you know i mean i'll probably finish it but you know to me it's more like i like more just the exploration and trying to figure out how do i get to that tank upgrade or that missile mm -hmm. i don't i don't really give a shit about being chased by some you know unstoppable robot that to me just stops my progress um right so but um you know i'll be interesting to hear your perspective of it because you you've played yeah. these these games way more than i have um i really i really need to pick it up i just i've been lazy and haven't gone to get it yeah <laughs> that's all it is because like you know i'm playing last of us 2 and i'm i'm not hating it so i'm kind of yeah. like you know, and the, and the way I played the Switch is the, probably the worst way for me. So, it, you know, I really need to to dedicate more time to playing the Switch on the television with a controller than. I've I've not played Dread on the TV once. I've only played it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. I mean, honestly, it's because the OLED screen is so nice. Mm -hmm. It's better than my. I don't have an OLED TV. <laughs> so like, it it probably looks better. Even you know you know, whatever, resolution notwithstanding. Yeah. You know, it, it probably looks better on the on the screen, on the on the portable screen than it looks on my T V, so but um yeah. So and I figure that's kinda where it's gonna be for me, those two games and then, you know, Destiny is pretty much where it's gonna be for a while, mostly because they're the two games I have rented at the moment and I'm too cheap to buy a new game. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where we are. Um Okay, so uh, yeah, so this is the last last episode in October. So, however you decide, Halloween's on a Sunday, which makes it kind of weird. But um, you know, hopefully, however you decide to celebrate, you can go out and get some candy, and you know, make sure that if you uh, take your kids out trick or treating, that they pay that candy tax because That's right. you know <laughs> you 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 bought them the costume and you took them out, so that means you get uh, you get first pick from the bag. But uh, whatever you decide to do, make sure you're safe and, you know, hopefully uh, everybody will have a good time. So uh, for myself and Mitch, this has been episode 133 of Divide Row Werewolves. Thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, appreciate it as always. And uh, we'll be back uh, in two weeks with another exciting episode. For myself and Mitch, uh, thank you again. Good night and have a good evening. Mm -hmm.